Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Absolute Radio official Accept Known's Imitations yeah. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, a lot of other people doing uh, rip-off versions of Rock and Roll Football. Don't, <laughs> don't accept it. A lot of uh, bootlegs out there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of black market versions of this yeah, show being peddled. Pi- pirated. We're being constantly pirated. And of course, piracy directly funds terrorism. Not exactly. only are you taking food off the table of Matt Dyson's children. Yeah, think people. <sighs> Food on the table, actually, something that does get covered in this show. Yes. Today. Yeah. Your epic, uh, your epic consumption of pies. Still can't get over that. I won't give anything away because, you know, stay tuned, guys. Keep listening to the podcast. Well, I'll say it was Rotherham against Grimsby in the <laughs> mid noughties and I was a hungry little boy. It's a, grim old, it's a grim old setting. I think if you go in to watch a Rotherham Grimsby game, the only real highlight is the food, probably. The, the pie light. Yeah. Oh, it's a pie light. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusive pie lights right here on the Absolute Radio podcast. This is my first show as host of Rock and Roll Football. It's an honour to be serving alongside. The best goddamn captain I ever flew with. Yeah. Matt Dyson. Oh, goddamn. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's an honour to have you here. I hope we haven't spoken about Nottingham Forest too much. I think we've kept a lid on it to a degree. I think we've already... That counts as a mention within the first minute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, these are the highlights of the show. Um, Enjoy, and we'll, we'll see you on the flip side. Rock and roll football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. This is Rock and Roll Football, Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, live from the Edinburgh Festival. Yes. Scotland's capital, where I can tell you, hearts are beating Celtic 1-0. Yeah, that's a And there's about, turn up, there's about 18 minutes left. Amazing. So that's very exciting. Spurs winning 2-1 away at Newcastle United. There's about 11 minutes left in that one. Matt, this is my first show. It's an honour to be broadcasting alongside you today. And I believe you have a, a history lesson for us. That's right, Matt. Because 20 years ago, on this very day... In the year of our Lord, 1998. Amen. Legend has it that Chris Evans was at home in the bath on a Saturday and he wanted to listen to music and keep abreast of the football at the same time. So he sped straight to one golden square in central London, probably in one of his midlife crisis sports cars, (laughs) the station he then owned at the time. He proceeded to kick the presenter who was on air at the time off air and took over the wheels of steel. Awful talent management, but a great concept for a brand new show. He introduced to the world the format of rock and roll football. Guitar-based music interspersed with goals and some idle banter. And the proud lineage of presenters since has included the likes of Russ Williams, Ian Wright, Pete Donaldson, OJ Borge, and most recently, Robert Abeckett. But now, there is a new man wearing the rock and roll football crown. The Hand of Radio History welcomes our new host, Matt Ford! (laughs) What is this? I feel like you tried to sabotage me. It's a bit too much. I just... It feels very 90s. 20 years. It's incredible, the legacy of this show. To the very weekend. It's amazing, isn't it? In terms of a jubilee, what is 20? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Diamond? Yeah, is it? 20 for diamond? Yes, the diamond jubilee of rock and roll football. I've never been in a relationship long enough, although I'm 35, so it'd be a heck of an achievement to still be going out with someone I was going out with when I was 15. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it would be, yeah. I didn't have any girlfriends at 15, did you? No, no. 
When did you sort of hit the dating scene? Um, much later, probably about 18, 19. That's 18, 19 yeah, years yeah, later, yeah. after yeah. you 15, yeah, 18, well 19, into your 30s. Literally, like last year. It's a couple yeah. of years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's rock and roll football at absolute. It's still 2-1 to Spurs away at Newcastle. It's so good that the football season's back. It's back. It? That's the main thing as well. Football is back and isn't life great again? It is. The World Cup was great, obviously. Wasn't it? Yeah. I wonder how many people got into are going to be this is going to be their first football season and not just children because there were adults uh, yes. who were not radicalised by football but I like got into it got into it because of the World Cup and are now like well, I'm going to try league football now right yeah wow imagine being them I'm jealous of those people but no because they're going to be deeply insecure aren't they are they well yeah because they'll have got into the World Cup and they'll know about Harry Maguire and Kieran Trippier yeah. and Kane but now they're going to be at parties and pubs where they, they, that knowledge is, is, is threadbare compared it's not to the be experts. To get them through. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So they need to learn. They need to listen and learn to this very show. Well, that's it. If you do have any specific, if you, if we should run a football help desk throughout the season for new football fans yeah. who got into football through the World Cup. Do get in touch if you're one of those people. Yeah, it'd be nice to hear from them. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. You can tweet us. I mean, I need to get out of the habit of this, but every time I read out like a text or a twi- I always go into like slightly local radio <laughs> get in touch with us through social media it's at R&R Football it's also at Absolute Radio yeah. and give us a text 8 12 15 hit us up on the socials guys that was slightly Jeremy Vine wasn't it has he ever done a show on Absolute Radio I don't think he has no got a text here from Ian he says loving the football season but the cats in my neighbourhood are making it a living hell when will the council finally act I'm not sure that sounds anything like Jeremy Vine I think it did Football, obviously, isn't just about the goals uh, and uh, the games and the results. There is a whole slew of bizarre stories that come out of football. There are. There's a story I saw this in the week. And actually, I don't get angry that often. But this annoyed me. Meza Ozil, after a friendly game against Paris Saint-Germain, Arsenal against Paris Saint-Germain, the referee asked Ozil for his autograph. Unbelievable. I mean, that in itself is deeply unprofessional. Yeah. Not on anything. On a yellow card. What the? When your name is on in the book, in the referee's book, that should be a bad thing, not a good thing. You know, he shouldn't get his autograph. It's outrageous. Well, yeah, that'd be like giving a kid at, kid at detention at school. I'm going loving your work, by the way. If you could, could you just sign a jotter for me? <laughs> <laughs> just sign the blackboard on your way out. Just let people know you were here because it's been a real honour to yeah, discipline you today. It's ridiculous. So what? Is it? it was a friendly against Paris Saint Germain, wasn't it? It was this in the tunnel before the game. When they say a friendly, right? that surely has to apply to the teams, not the ref. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you shouldn't be swapping shirts with the ref after the game. Surely. Imagine if people did that. <laughs> just a load of ref shirts. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I've got some weird stuff signed. I don't know if you have. Um. Um, no, mainly autographed books. I was quite old school when I used to hang out outside the city ground. We're both Forest fans, so we have to deal with this earlier. Yeah, we are both yeah, fans yeah. of Nottingham Forest. It, it's not going to be a complete Forest takeover. We've been told no. by the powers that be that it can't be. Mm. But that doesn't mean we're not going to rebel against that as much as humanly possible. Um, I've got a Madness Fez signed by Steve Chettle, <laughs> former Forest fullback. Oh, whoa. How did that come about? Um, he came on a Forest podcast that I do, and, and, and that's all you had to hand was a madness. <laughs> it was a madness first. He signed it. <laughs> I've got an old bus timetable signed by Jeff Hurst. What? Yeah, he was signing his, his autobiography in WX Smith in Nottingham. This must be like 15 years ago now. Yeah. I was like, bloody hell, Jeff Hurst in there. All I had to hand was the bus timetable for like Nottingham City Transport, and I queued up, and he went. You being serious? Yeah. I said, yeah, that's all I've got. He went, are you going to buy the book? <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 I'll buy the book. Yeah, and wow. he was so horrible. I just thought, I'm not buying the book. No, no. Wow. But, of course, 
one of the greatest living Englishmen. Just want to pay tribute to Jeff and what a great servant to the game he is. Yeah, yeah, let's not forget that. Uh, but if you've got anything bizarre, it doesn't have to be not necessarily signed by a footballer. Any weird memorabilia that doesn't fit the autograph that's on it. Yeah. Do drop us a tweet at R and R Football uh, and tweet us at Absolute uh, Radio. Still two one between Tottenham and Newcastle. Yeah, it must be nearly finished that. But it is. Yeah, there's seven minutes left. We're operating in a world that does not have BT Sport or Sky Sports today, just so you know. So um, we are we're, we're really heavily reliant on the BT Sport website refreshing for us. So. We're just we're hitting refreshing all the websites. We're getting all our mates to text us. So don't wind us. If you do know us and have our numbers, don't start winding us up and giving us false results. Yeah, this whole thing's going to collapse. Rock and roll football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. This is Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. So we want to know, what's the weirdest thing you got signed by a footballer that shouldn't really have their autograph on it? It doesn't have to be a footballer. It could be any old celebrity. Or the weirdest time you've met a footballer. My sister swears blind she met Stephen Gerrard in ZZ's in Nottingham. And she said she knew it was him because he was in a full Liverpool tracksuit. It can't have been. (laughs) It was just a... What would he have been doing? It didn't make any sense. And I reckon it was about 2002, so he'd been at the peak of his powers. It can't be true, can it? Surely he doesn't just spend his whole life in Liverpool-based leisure wear, surely. In different cities. (laughs) Eating pizza. This is Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. I'm Matt Ford, and the voice you're about to hear is Matt Dyson with news of a result at St James's Park. Yes, the first game of the afternoon has finished with a 2-1 win for Tottenham <sighs> of Hotspur. Uh, there was, uh, I think, uh, Solomon Rondon on his debut for Newcastle hit the woodwork late on, but it wasn't enough to get them back into the game, and uh, Spurs scored through Vertonghen and Delhi Alley. Hosselu got the only goal for Newcastle United. And big news in Scotland, Fordy. That's right, Hearts beat Celtic won- one goal to nil. It's Kyle Lafferty oh, for Heart of Midlothian. Kyle, Craig Levine's team. Yeah. Oh, Jim White. I wish I could speak like him all the time. <laughs> yeah. I'll have the spaghetti bolognese with bruschetta <laughs> on the side. And a tiramisu. <laughs> Two bottles of red wine. The night is starting live here in my house. <laughs> Now, I've asked you for examples of um, strange things you've got autographed by footballers. My sister was still swears blind she saw Stephen Gerrard in Nottingham's Easies yeah. in a full tracksuit. Kate from Forest of Dean may be able to shed light on the issue. She claims it is a friend of hers called David Taylor, a lifelong <laughs> Liverpool fan, therefore likely have been, to have been sporting the full Liverpool shell suit. Uh, and he looks uncannily like Stephen Gerrard. Also quite possible that he could have been frequenting such establishments around this time. Right, shell suit is very different to tracksuit. Yes, that's true. And yeah. that ZZ's had an open fire pit. Uh, Which I mean, the the man would have melted. Yeah, surely, yeah, dangerous, yeah. highly. Not only is this David Taylor chap an uncanny resemblance for Stephen Gerrard, he's also an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> he lives on the edge. The yeah. life that he is uh, leading is quite remarkable. Now we've got a few examples of strange things signed by footballers. Ooh. Jay says I have a Pizza Express receipt signed by Luis Suarez. Ooh, wow. Well, that's great, because you'd have seen him eating, wouldn't you? Like, biting was part of his yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, you would have seen that live. By- you should have got him to bite a bit off the receipt. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? That would have been cool. Um, Ross has got in touch. So he saw Jesus Navas at a soft play in Chalton opening a bag of quavers. <laughs> oh, 
But he makes it sound like that was like an official event. Like he cut the ribbon on the bag. <laughs> wow. And now declared his bag of quavers open. <laughs> I'm guessing that's how he sounds. I'm not yeah, sure if that's... that's well, who knows, who knows. But it's nice that he's taking his kids to a soft play. Absolute hell on earth, those places. Boiling hot. Sweaty kids everywhere. I feel for Jesus Navas. You know what I always felt about those soft play areas, particularly once you're over the age of about 10? It's just a licence for violence. Yeah, yeah, You certainly. can throw people around yeah. w- without fear or favour yeah, of, yeah. uh, of any sort of punishment or sanction from the powers that be. Also a germ pit as well. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope he didn't uh, touch anything after eating those quavers. That's, I mean, the ball pools have got to be swarming with bacteria, yeah, haven't yeah. they? Oh, yeah. Horrendous. Anyway, if you are taking <laughs> your children out uh, to a soft play area, do enjoy your weekend. Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Desperately refreshing BBC Sport for the scores on Absolute Radio. Got a text in there. Hey, guys, at Rock and Roll Football. Most certainly not a footballer, but on my way to uni, I walked past Jeremy Corbyn and took a selfie with him. Oh. I have the selfie on my Instagram as proof. Oh. Because okay. he signs apples, doesn't he, Corbyn? So that's there'll be people out there with signed Jeremy Corbyn apples. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of his things. He signs stuff off his allotment. <laughs> Quite a cool thing to do. Um, so let us know what weird stuff you've got signed by footballers or indeed any celebrity. Text us on 81215. Tweet us at r Football. You know what, actually? We're talking about this Stephen Gerrard lookalike. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been fooled by a lookalike and thought you've met a footballer? Uh, right. I got my photo with a guy who I swore blind was Joe Hart at the Edinburgh Festival years ago. And the following morning, I'd put it on my Facebook. And it was not him. Not only was it not him, he looked nothing like him. Wow. I was hammered when I met him. I was like, it's Joe Hart. <laughs> and the, you know, the only thing that makes him look like Joe Hart is he's got blonde hair and brown eyebrows. Wow. And that's it. It just wasn't him at all. And what would Joe Hart have been doing at the Edinburgh Festival, drinking till four in the morning during yeah. the season? Yeah, yeah. Either the start of the season or the pre-season rigorous training regime. He's got no time to go out drinking, has he? He might have now, hasn't he? He's he basically third-choice goalkeeper at Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no head and shoulders money coming in as well. So that's all gone. You're listening to Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Rock and Roll Football. Inevitably, after a few innocent ones of Cor- uh, you know Corbin selfies, things have really taken a turn for the nude Ooh. and the rude. Uh, Dave Rogers first, he says, I have a photo of me and Jermaine Pennant in Loughborough Students' Union. He wouldn't tell me what he was doing there. <laughs> oh, wow. Stay away from him, students. Well, away. It sounds like Dave asked him more than once, doesn't it? Oh, what are you doing here? Nothing much. No, but seriously, what are you doing here? It's my business. Explain yourself. Jimmy says, my mate got his... Um, I'm not going to use the word he used, but his um, manhood. Okay. Signed by an ex Leicester player. Signed. Signed by an ex Leicester <laughs> player. What an awkward transaction that must well, have been. Well, I mean, the thing is, well, footballers have quite big flowery autographs, don't they? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and you've got to have a. It's got to be a felt tip pen. It, hasn't oh it? yeah. I mean, you've got to use a sharpie. It's going to be. Yeah. What? Who was it? Well, exactly. <laughs> Who was the ex Leicester player? And one here, my word, Matt Scott. Says, I went to the same gym as Stephen Naismith when he played at Kilmarnock. Oh, wow. I seen him in the complete scud <laughs> as he swan down the shower. I seen him in the complete scud. I seen him in the complete scud. <laughs> wow. As he swan out the shower with his towel over his shoulder. I was a young man. I didn't know where to look. He just said, All right. No really, mate. Yeah, that's it. He's, he's, he's used to that in the football changing rooms, isn't he? It doesn't matter about how much exercise does Naismith need to have. Why is he topping up? Yeah, exactly. You don't need to go to the gym if you're a professional footballer. Yeah, why is he not doing it on site? Yeah, yeah. Weird. At a professional athletic football club. It's, it's irresponsible, to be honest. It will lead to injury. It will lead to injury. You're listening to Absolute Radio with um, Matt Ford. I almost forgot my own name there. And Matt Dyson. There's two Matts. It's confusing even it's, for yeah. us. Matt Squared. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Yeah. 
Squared makes us sound like nerds, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I Jesus, think we do that ourselves. To We're be rock hard. We're the bad boys of British radio. Rock and roll football. If your interests include football and blokes called Matt, you're in the right place. It's great to have the Premier League back in it, even as fans of a championship football club. Yes. And it's great when the season starts. And obviously your club means more to you than, than any else going on in football. But it is good to have the Premier League. Well, yeah, it's dope. Match of the day is back tonight. It's always good. I love the return of match of the day. I like watching it on catch-up so I can fast-forward the punditry. Yes. Oh, what a, I mean, it does make you wonder why we have pundits at all sometimes. Mm, yeah, it depends. Not all the time. It depends which pundits. Who are your yeah. favourites? I will always fast-forward Danny Murphy. <laughs> but oh. I would never fast-forward Ian Wright. That's just an example. Oh, righty. We're still asking you about uh, footballers you've met in strange places. Martin Park says... He went to the toilet next to Des Walker in Bazooki Bar. Oh, Nottingham in 2000. Wow, I've, I think I've been to the toilet next to Des Walker as well at one point. I also saw him drinking once in the Black Orchid nightclub with Stuart Pearce. Oh. Downing shots of vodka. Imagine that. In the middle of a season. Two of England's finest. Yeah. That'd be like yeah. seeing Maguire and Lingard yeah. at a Yates's. Yeah, nice. Oh, Imagine what a it. world we used to live in. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We are coming to you, not from our usual London headquarters, but from the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. In Scotland. And we're drinking Iron Brew right now. We've both managed to get hold of big glass bottles of Iron oh, Brew for Lord. a quid. You cannot These are the incredible. They used to deliver it like milkmen used to deliver it to houses around here. I love Iron Brew from a glass bottle. When we, in Rome. We used to have a drink Iron Brew. Yeah. We had, um, <laughs> that's what they say, we had, we had a pop van that used to come round in, yes, in that, Smenton. In yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did exist, didn't they? Yeah. They were, they were, they were all the rage. I mean, the bottle, must be, yeah. the bottle must be worth more than a quid. They, they, you get money back when you send them back. You recycle them still, I think, don't you? We're in Edinburgh because I'm doing a show up here. So for the first few weeks of rock and roll football, um, I'll be um, up here with Matt. So we just thought we'd bring you a flavour of Scotland's capital. The authentic sound. Yeah. This is a live feed of a bagpiper. Yeah. He stood on the mound as we speak. Yes, just great after your, a bit. Doesn't you're doing a show at the the uh, fourth, the Pleasant's fourth at the Pleasant's courtyard. Yeah, do go. I went to see it last night. Very good. Very highly recommended. I also went to see Absolute Radio's Glenn Moore in action as well. Two absolute boys. You can, aren't there? You can combine the two of them on a night out in Edinburgh. They, they, the Glenn's on at twenty past six. You're on at half eight. We've done that. We've do done that deliberately. Both. Do them both. Yeah, Station nice. insisted on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't want them um, into brand competition. Clash. We yeah, don't yeah. want an absolute radio-based comedy clash. No one wants that. So it's quite nice the night before our first show because we en- we ended up basically doing a, a sort of team hotel type thing where <laughs> we you came round <laughs> nice. to my flat yeah. and we had a curry. I mean, you don't get much more uh, in terms of Scottish versions of Indian food. We had battered cheese. Yes, oh yeah. Nice paneer pakora. It was more Nepalese though, wasn't it? Was it Nepalese? It was Nepalese. Yeah, it was um, nice. We had that. And we, we sat wa- in the flat and you, you were in your pants for a lot of the time. And then we just sat there and watched an old Nottingham Forest video from the 1989 season. Wembley Wembley. Oh, what a wonderful little um, introduction to our relationship. Well, I know. I've never, re- I don't meet many people these days that can, can go along with the quotes. Some great lines from from the players, Stuart Pearce being chuffed over the moon in it, of course. This is all quite niche stuff. Really. He also invents his own word, glamourable. Some of the less glamourable games, you know, like Charlton Athletic. But also, I knew what he meant. Yeah. So there was some sort of logic glamourable. to it. Glamourable, yeah. 
So we expect more uh, more niche Nottingham Forest references, but uh, but we will have to ration them for fear yes, of alienating we, yeah, an entire really, nation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it is a pleasure to be up here in Scotland. I, I, already, you know what I realised I was doing yesterday? I've already started using this summer's England shirt as a pyjama top. Oh, yeah. That's how quickly yeah. it's been relegated from, oh, wow. from high fashion, yeah. the sort of thing I'd wear to a posh London restaurant yeah, with yeah. a tie. To already drenched in curry stains. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I think I've got three different types of sauce on it. There's definitely oh. a bit of madras. There's yeah, some bolognese yeah. down there. Oh dear, how quickly things change. That's it. I think we should go for curry-coloured football shirts. That's not and then I'd idea. never have a problem, would I? This is rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Bevin Sheffield says, "I once asked Chris Waddle what colour his plums were." <laughs> I worked on a supermarket <laughs> checkout, and he was buying plums. <laughs> wow. Bev, who clearly has a future as an after-dinner speaker. <laughs> Good on you, Bev. Um, we are in Scotland, as we said before. I reckon I've drink, drank <laughs> almost a litre of Iron Brew already. Yeah. And we're wired. I'm fully wired. There is something about Iron Brew that properly wakes you up, isn't there? It really is. Yeah, it's meant it's to be the best hangover cure. That's we what did they say. We tweeted a picture of us with it saying there was only one drink we could have, and someone on Twitter's replied, Buckfast. Oh, the, the, oh, the tonic wine. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I've, had, I've drank a whole bottle of that one. Let's drink responsibly, kids. But yeah, that, that, <laughs> then you really are wired. Where was it's that? Like, it's like thick. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, I have. It's yeah, like but... uh, medicine, isn't it? Yeah, but my mum got given a bottle and oh, was like, oh, I've got some, some... A friend's giving me some posh wine. Weirdly made by monks down in Devon, I think, at Buckfast Abbey, and yet drank a lot in Scotland uh, by people who like the thick, thick wine with caffeine in it. Oh, is that right? So that's sort of, why... It's that sort of caffeinated. So when did you have it then? Thick wine. When I was at well, university, me and my mate Kenny just thought it'd be fun <laughs> to see what happens if you drink a bottle of Buckfast. It was fun. And what happened? We, we just went out and went uh, wild, you know. <laughs> what, like a safari? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great thing to do. If you're going to Woburn Safari this weekend, have a bottle of Buckfast first. I tried it, and it is, it's very thick, and it's very sweet. Yeah, it's really weird. But it's it, it it drives people berserk, doesn't it? Yes. You know what they call it up here? Rick the Hoose Juice. Oh, do they? Yeah, Rick the Hoose Juice. <laughs> and I met a cabbie the other day who called it. He said, ah, that stuff. It's monkey blood. Because <laughs> it just sends people absolutely off their rocker. Yeah, it really does. So if you want... Well, maybe that's something you could do. You know, have you know there are drinking games for, like, Soccer Saturday and stuff like that. Every yeah. time Chris Kamara says, unbelievable, Jeff. Yes, yeah. Or it's, it's Jeff Stelling says, the goal at Hartlepool. <laughs> Nottingham Forest are still nil-nil. Is that a good Stelling impression? <laughs> it's all right. I think it's not as good as your Jim White, but I mean... All right. (laughs) An hour and 20 minutes into the relationship and it's already soured. Having seen your show last night, all I want today is the full-time scores from Donald Trump. I think that's all I can... That's just one thing I want before we go. Well, I got to tell you, that Newcastle United, and I do respect them, they they won by losing 2-1 at home to Tottenham. And it's (laughs) such a new way to win, is that even when you lose, you win. All the Premier League action brought to you by two blokes who support Nottingham Forest. Yes, really. Now, we're going to do a time capsule. So we're going to make predictions today. Mm. Not just you and I, but our listeners as well. So if you're out there, get in touch with us. Let us know who you think. We've already done these on Twitter, so we're going to do some different ones. But we did some Twitter polls. 59% rock and roll football listeners think that Manchester City will win the league. Wow, 85% believe that Cardiff will be relegated. And on today's form, they are bang right. Because I tell you what, Matt, on today's form, Cardiff are not going to amass any points or score any goals. No. They are on target so far for no points and no 
goals. percent defeat at this stage. Yeah. Cardiff so far potentially the worst team in Premier League history. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was Derby County. Of course, really lest is. we forget. Lest we forget. Um, <laughs> top goal scorers: thirty-six percent of people think it'll be Harry Kane. Of course, twenty-five percent think it'll be Mo Salah, and twenty-one percent think it'll be Aubameyang. Oh yes, at Arsenal. Eighteen percent saying Sergio Aguero. Well, yeah, the trouble is with Sergio, he gets rotated a lot. Him and Jesus, don't they? So it's not, he never gets a fair crack of the whip. So they all go into the time capsule. Good. But what about other predictions? So we've got some others here. Which team do you think will eat the most pies? Which team's supporters? Oh, um... I actually thought about this a little bit too much. <laughs> I've ruled out any London teams. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then I was looking at Man United and Man City. I'm thinking Northern. Yeah. But then I think Manchester United get a lot of international fans. And a lot of, lot of glory hunters coming up from Kent, aren't they? I'm not really sure Man United are the big pie eaters here. But they've also... Can they absorb that tourist trade, but just in sheer numbers still get the sort of pie count up? Okay, yeah. Can Manchester true. City do yeah, the same? Yeah, I've got to tell you, Matt, I really fancy Burnley and Huddersfield in this oh, one for me. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> all over that. I would have said Stoke, but they got relegated last season, so I would have fancied Stoke. In the pie-eating stakes, they're a big miss. You'd have been absolutely right because they are supplied by a company called Wright's Pies and Pasties. Really? I worked in Stoke for a while. Wow, really? Genuinely, the yeah. best pies. Really? Wow. Actually, Rotherham, at the old Millmore, sadly mm-hmm. no longer with mm-hmm. us. The best. I had three pies during a Grimsby Rotherham midweek um, third division football match. What yeah. flavour? Different flavour each time or? No, meat. Just meat. <laughs> meat, meat just meat flavours. Specific meat. Oh, my favourite. Here's one for you. Which current footballer in the Premier League is most likely to end up presenting daytime TV? Who is the next Dion Dublin? <laughs> That's a tough one, that is. Because no, no one saw Dion Dublin coming. No. I mean, that, that was a big shock. Um, currently in the Premier League, yeah. playing football. I think... Um, I think... <laughs> I think I'd like to see Kevin De Bruyne because I just love his voice. I love his high-pitched voice. Yeah, it's a high-pitched, but he also looks quite miserable, doesn't he? He looks quite yeah. sensitive. Yeah, I want to get to know him more. We know, I want to go behind the scenes with Kevin De Bruyne. What? I mean, he certainly couldn't do a Jeremy Kyle show, did he? He'd, be, he'd become too emotionally involved. He'd be yes. weeping along yeah. with every tale of betrayal. Let me talk! <laughs> yeah, that's what he shouts all the time. I can see Harry Maguire doing it. Yeah. We found a lovely oh, yes, two-bed yes. semi up north. Oh, yeah. oh, I grew up in one of these. I don't live in it no more, though. Play for England, I'm minted. <laughs> I don't know what part of the north he's from. This is Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. We want your predictions for the season ahead. Which Premier League club will consume the most pies in terms of their supporters? Mm. I've got no idea how we're going to find this out. Yes, we need some sort of stats, don't we? Yeah, it's in, I think it's impossible to gauge, but we can have a go. We can have a go, and we can certainly go on anecdotal. Mm, the yeah. more, in a way, the more spurious the evidence. It fits with the time, doesn't it? People yeah. don't like facts and experts anymore. I'm still getting over the three pies in one game thing. How are you getting over that? <laughs> I mean, you can't be surprised. So did you go like one before the game, one at half-time, one after the game, or did you leave midway through? I had one at the start of the game, and was like, this is the best pie I've ever had, <laughs> yeah. and it still remains to this day. And they're only about pound fifty each. Right, yeah. I so changed for well. a fiver. Yeah, wow. Three pies and 50p in my back. Pocket, laughing. Glory days. Which footballer this? Uh, which current Premier League footballer do you think will end up as a daytime TV presenter? <laughs> and just give us any of your predictions for any Premier League footballer. So just tweet or text us the name of the footballer and your prediction for them this season. Tweet them to us at R and R Football and at Absolute Radio. At the end of the season, we'll come back to this. I mean, imagine if we start something now and all these predictions come true. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like. 
I can tell you what, it's about time someone knocked Geller off his perch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People will start sitting up and taking notice. It might be worth having a flutter on this. Where are the miracle men? Mystic Meg, not seen <laughs> since the 90s. Yeah, Geller, yeah. a shadow of his former self. Yeah, it yeah. is time for the prediction There's game to be shaken up. There's a isn't there, yeah. Why shouldn't two chubby lads from Nottingham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take over the, the, with the new Nostradamus. Yeah, great. <laughs> well, let's do it. Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, desperately refreshing BBC Sport for the scores. On Absolute Radio, we've asked um, we've asked you on social media. At what point will Jose Mourinho, or should I say Jose? Jose, Portuguese. Jose. Portuguese. So it's Jose. Isn't it? Jose. Jose for Spanish. Jose, Jose Mourinho. At what point will he move out of the Lowry Hotel? <laughs> I can't believe he's still living in a hotel. It's ridiculous. He's living like Alan Partridge. Yeah, he really is, and he will never stop. Or it's not he? hotel, it is travel, Devon. <laughs> 72% say when he finally quits in three months. Ah, uh, yeah. I just yeah. feel like he's trying to get fired, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, even last night he was complaining, saying he's not really a manager, he's a head coach these days. I don't know why, why that would have upset him so much, but uh, he's upset about everything at all times. Move out of the hotel, your life will improve vastly, you might not be as grumpy. Of course. That would do your head in, wouldn't it? It would, yeah, 100%. Although, fresh sheets every day. <laughs> yeah. Fresh towels. Yeah, he's loving it. Corby trouser press. Oh, he does look good Whenever as well, he doesn't wants he? it. He is fit, Mourinho. He is, yeah. When he has his hair cut, but he lets it grow out a lot, doesn't he? He's just got to smile a bit more. Can look wild, yeah. No one likes uh, long-haired, grumpy Jose. Rock and roll football. If your interests include football and blokes called Matt... You're in the right place. Given Matt Dyson's disbelief at my consumption of three pies during a Rotherham-Grimsby game, has, have you ever had more than three pies in a football match? That's impressive. Or hot dogs or sausage rolls? What do you think your um, maximum consumption's been at a football game? I, I mean, I just... In terms frankly, of foodstuffs. I would never... They spend so long queuing at, at uh, the uh, the discount stands, uh, you know, the place where you buy the food at football Discount match. stands? Discount, I don't want to call them that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, do you try and go just before they close the shutters? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, you two for three quid? That's when the smart people go, <laughs> just before the final whistle. What have you got left? I'll have it. No, never had more than one. Hand on heart. I, I, I can't believe anyone would go back for more, to be quite honest. Hand on cholesterol struggling heart. Never more than one. I don't believe it. Rock and roll football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio. Have you seen the new the new West Bromwich Albion mascot? Have you been aware of this, Matt, in the week? I have. It's a combi boiler. <laughs> it is a man dressed up in a, not a boiler suit, well, but it is a boiler suit, but not a traditional boiler suit. Yeah, do you think he just misunderstood? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. We need to get you in a boiler suit, mate. Oh, I got this. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, no pilot light, but it's just a massive boiler with legs and arms. And I can tell you now that Boiler Man at ideal boiler man because they're the people that sponsor the club now <laughs> and they it was their idea oh, so it's a corporate thing it's, it's even worse than it looks at first yeah it's corporate so he's got a, a twitter page now this boiler man uh, welcome to my official page he says stay tuned for my next adventures any inquiries contact uh, the boiler man at the hawthorns of course we should warn west brom fans if your boiler mascot does break down Contact an expert before approaching <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. Do not try and take no. the, the suit off your off your boiler mascot. Don't try and relight that pilot light. Call an expert. Yeah, cer- certainly. Uh, but yeah, boiler man. What a, what a state of affairs that is. A literal boiler suit. It's like going out to buy a trench coat and coming back like with a load of soldiers on your sleeves, <laughs> isn't it? It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't have two mascots. No. Well, I think the old mascot's been retired, and this is, I mean, this is not a fitting mascot for a team like West Bromwich Albion. To be honest, I'm not, I'm not pro mascot anyway. Forest have changed their mascot. Have you seen that? We've now got Robin Hood back. Sherwood the Bear, who was there for a while, uh, has no real relevance to Nottingham, so I think maybe Robin Hood is a better mascot. It's a fair point because Sherwood fools you. You go, oh, Sherwood Forest, but there were never yeah. any bears in the woods, were there? <laughs> no, no. They... And if, if there were, we knew what they were doing there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Desecrating Robin Hood's green and pleasant yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. Up against the Major Oak. No, no one wants that, do they? No, absolutely not. Um, both of us are Nottingham Forest supporters. Sorry, yeah, we should have stopped. We should it. say this. Obviously, we're going to focus on the Premier League, but we will give the flavour of football elsewhere from time to time. I am borderline convinced that Forest are going to get promoted this season. Oh, well, I mean, we look pretty good. We've spent a lot of money. Sam Byram confirmed on loan for the season last night as well, which is very exciting from West West Ham. Not a lot of football fans know this. We are the first championship club to spend a billion pounds in the transfer. Yeah. <laughs> We've spent a considerable amount more than Tottenham Hotspur, who are trying to compete in the Champions League this season. That is incredible! It's amazing, isn't it? What a great fact! Yeah. We've won more European Cups than them as well. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where all the money comes from. <laughs> yeah. It really, uh, it's still parachute payments from the Champions League. <laughs> oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? They should oh, do that on the anniversary. They should give you like a bit of cash. A little bump, yeah. So it'd be, be nice, the 40th anniversary at the end of this season of us winning. R- really? Being champions oh, of Europe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still harping on about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was before my time, sadly. But, yeah, and, my, and mine. So, um, yeah, we, I wasn't around to watch it, but, uh, you know, still a big achievement. We will focus on the Premier League, of course, because that is where most good football takes place. Um, I mean, in terms of mascots, I, I mean, I would get rid of them all. Oh, that's interesting. Wouldn't you? I quite like okay. Harry the Hornet at Watford. Uh, and the, uh, Harry the Hornet, by the way, he will be celebrating because as we speak, Watford have just scored a second goal Oof. in the afternoon. A second for Pereira as well. He's got a brace. They're beating Brighton 2 0. Uh, Harry the Hornet is good because he celebrates with the players, though, and I quite like that. He does a sort of little uh, and some knee slide celebrations and dances with the players. But uh, as a kid, if you're going to football, it's to idolise the players, isn't it? Yeah. You don't, you don't then say, oh, actually, I need to see someone in a fancy dress in order to <laughs> incentivise me yeah. coming here. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great It's great seeing Meza Ozil play live football, but where's a dinosaur in an Arsenal <laughs> kit? Matt Ford and Matt Dyson, desperately refreshing BBC Sport for the scores on Absolute Radio. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We are about to close the Rock and Roll Football time capsule not to be uncovered until the end of the season. The team to win the Premier League, according to our listeners, is Man City, 59%. That's a landslide uh, for uh, for Manchester City. Cardiff on 85% to finish bottom. So we're saying City to win the league, Cardiff to go down. Top goal scorer, Harry Kane. Most pies eaten, and I can't believe I overlooked these. Newcastle United, says Ratboy. Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. It's a one-club city. It's yes. a big city, yeah. full of big lads. Yeah, yeah Of yeah. course it's going to be. And it's the home of Greg's. Yeah, ah, of course. It's from Gosport, yeah, isn't yeah. it, up in the northeast? Oh, nice, good Greg's knowledge. Um, in terms of daytime, they've got a really big Greg's in the um, city centre there with the seating area. It really is the, the finest way to really, enjoy it. Really, is it? Apparently there is this new level of Greg's. There's like um, bog-standard Greg's, and now there's like sort of almost like cafe society Greg's. So where it's got to go. 
yeah. a, a glass of prosecco and a steak bake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine doing a bottomless brunch at Greg's, or <laughs> oh, the pasties oh, and lager. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, it? I'm pre- pretending like I've never done that at home, but to be able to do it on the premises would certainly represent a material change. Uh, in terms of daytime TV hosts, Roy Keane and Ian Wright on opposing teams on Bargain Hunt. Oh, yes. Uh, someone here was nominated at Burnley Defender Award to finish in the top five best defenders of the season. Right. Uh, and in terms of the daytime TV host, Rio Ferdinand. Oh, Rio Ferdinand. Has... And the thing is as well, during the World Cup he technically was, because he was on during the afternoon presenting football. But yeah, I suppose yeah. what we're saying is other other than football. Do you have mm. any other predictions you'd like to lock I, in? I'm fairly certain that this will happen. I will put money on this, that Neil Warnock will have some sort of meltdown about someone not shaking his hand. Within the next two months, I suggest this will happen. Uh, hopefully it's the Wolves manager again. I remember last season he went mad, Neil Warnock, yeah. about a lack of handshake. Mark Hughes is also someone else who goes mad about no handshakes. So when those two sides meet... What a clash of two guys! Oh, that they're going to shake oh, hands yes. for about five minutes. Those two might be just shaking hands, just, just the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> just sit there holding hands on the bench together. It's going to be like when um, world leaders arrive at Downing Street yeah. and they have those uh, overlong handshake yeah, fights yeah. outside yeah. the front door. Oh my god, they are all brilliant predictions, Matt. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, Warnock's going to kick off about anything. It, well, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably kicking off as we speak <laughs> in his first game because they are still losing at Bournemouth 1-0. It is worth looking at his face because the, the lack of eyebrows really is oh, in it's, itself. I see, yeah, it's fantastic. It really is. It's, it's such a specific form of alopecia to have only yeah. affected <laughs> yeah, the brow I line. I know. It's unlucky, isn't it, really? Do you think that's just from rubbing his face? Um, I have no idea what, what causes it. Maybe he's a vigorous... I'll tell you what, that exfoliating face gel he's using is way too yeah, tough. Yeah. <laughs> Taking his eyebrows off. Yeah, get some dove on your face, Warnock. Are you, do you groom a lot, Matt? I mean, you, you are. <laughs> yeah, I was saying yesterday that you are, you look good. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Do I groom a lot? Do you have I a regime? Yeah, I don't use facial scrubs. What no. do you use? You Too don't harsh. want facial scrubs. Too... <laughs> they don't get no love from me. They really don't. No, uh, just um, soap, actually. I'm quite big, man, big Oof, into soap. On your face? Old school, yes. And washing your whole body. I'm not a shower joke. What recently, are you doing? Recently, I've no. gone back to soap. What are you playing at? Palmolive, yes. You're going to rot your what? own skin off. Imperial no. leather. No all one over does it. this. Not yeah, even no, old no, people. No. Seriously, you're never, no. as, you're never as clean as when you washed with a bar of soap. It dries your flesh. No, no, no. We moisturise afterwards, but what? use soap before. Yeah, but why Seriously, not? Just don't. Try it. <laughs> try it. That's like saying I use hydrochloric acid. I mean, I, I then I dip myself in ice afterwards. No, no, no. I go to the hospital afterwards. They patch seriously, me up. It works. Seriously, soap is the way forward. All these trendy shower gels and mousses and all that. Forget all that. Get yourself some imperial leather. I cannot you stress this enough. This. I'm giving you my secrets to the away, country. Yeah? Do not wash your entire body in soap. It is so demonstrably bad for you. No, it's not. What are you on about? Why are you so anti-soap? If it was so bad for you, <laughs> why, why would they be selling it in supermarkets and boots the chemist around the country? Soap is for your feet and hands. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not your face. Not your not your not your sensitive areas. 
It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's 100% fine. I mean, what do you think people looking... used to do in the olden days? You, you know what they used to do in the olden days? They used to die at 35. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because of soap. They used to get marched off to war. <laughs> oh, mate, is that what you want to bring back? Well, uh, this is perfectly fine. You want to live in a world where you eat three pies in one sitting and don't use soap, and I am on the other side of that coin, I'm afraid. You use soap, I use gravy, and we'll see who looks best at the end of the season. <laughs> well, what a bizarre challenge that's going to be. <laughs> is Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Now, as of next week, we're going to start a new feature. Ooh. Innovation. Yeah. Uh, around footballers' autobiographies. We're going to read... I'm going to read from one. You've got a guess. All of you listening got a guess. And Matt Dyson's yes. going to guess. Whose uh, it is. Whose it is. Now, we've got some titles of autobiographies here. So just as a way of easing ourselves in... Great, yeah. Matt, can you guess who wrote... The following. So the first one. Feed the goat. Oh, Sean Goater, and he will score. Sean. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Brilliant off the, off, off the bat. Yeah, I love a bit of Sean Goater. This is a bit harder. Yeah. Tackles like a ferret. Oh. <laughs> is that a good thing or, or a bad thing to tackle like a ferret? I'm not sure. I'd say a bad thing. They're easily trampled, I imagine. But then, yeah, but then they sort of scurry around you, don't they? They run all over you. I'd take the point, um, but how many people... I've never heard it as a compliment before. <laughs> yeah, I've heard strong like as an ox. Ferret, yeah. I'll say this uh, for him. He can't talk, but he tackles like a ferret. He tackles like a ferret. Um, uh, I mean, I've, I've no idea. Um, I mean, it, uh, Scott Gemmell. No, I'm familiar with the footballer. I never knew this was said about them. Think uh, England international. Think Italian 90 yeah. deflecting a free kick into the Shilton's net. Oh, Gary Parker. Paul Parker. Paul Parker, sorry. Two very different players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Parker. In many ways. Um, Head first. Head first. Uh, Jeff Astle. No. No. But a logic to that. Yeah. Head first. Uh, Think of a tall footballer. Yeah, Niall Quinn. Oh, my word! Oh, yes! Wow, wait! Oh, that was as good as a goal from Matt Dyson. I nodded it home. Wow! Yes, That was the first tall footballer. You know, whenever... Ian Ormondroid would have been the first one. Crouch would be the first one, wouldn't you? Yeah, really. Certainly not Ian Ormondroid, as I just said. Niall Quinn would certainly be ahead of... Ian Ormondroid. I remember scoring against us for Bradford City. Awful midweek. What a great name from the past, that is. Niall Quinn. I've always had a lot of respect for Niall Quinn. Seems like mm. a genuinely decent man, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I like him. I might read his book now I know of its existence. Head first. There's some other ones. Uh, yeah. Gary Monks is called Loud, Proud and Positive. Really? Why has Gary Monk got a book? I'm not being funny. It sounds a little bit eggy, doesn't it? And <laughs> Kevin Kilbans is simply called Killer. Oh, Killer Kilban. Yeah, don't want to... Killer Kilklein mainly, wasn't it? Brian Kilklein back in the day for Coventry City. Don't want to ruin the... Um, Ending to Kevin Kilban's autobiography killer, but he did do it. <laughs> Listen to Absolute Radio's Rock and Roll Football. All the Premier League action brought to you by two blokes who support Nottingham Forest. Yes, really. Well, that brings us to the end of our first Rock and Roll Football of the new season. My first here on Absolute Radio, Matt Dyson. It's been an absolute pleasure to fly alongside you. It has been great fun. What an afternoon we've had. Play alongside. Where would we play? Would be midfield, defence? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, sort of creative midfielders. Do you think? I think I'd be a holding or a defensive midfielder. Okay, right. Yeah. I don't have well, the pace anymore. Sort of spray those balls down to, <laughs> down to the flanks, but not with soap. <laughs> no. Uh, no. In fact, the, this debate has raged. Vicky says my husband uses soap to wash our as whole bodies he doesn't like shower gel and right at the death from Jez oh this is good it's amazing weird places you've seen footballers where did you see him 
He saw him. He saw Mikel Arteta having lunch at a natural history museum with the former Miss Spain. <laughs> was she the former Miss Spain at the time or is she now the former yeah. Miss Spain? The public deserved to know. We may never know. Jez, of course, the nickname of the Labour leader, Jeremy Corbyn, which, yeah. which adds a whole new dimension to this. What you're suggesting, Jeremy Corbyn was in the Natural History Museum with Mikel Arteta and Miss, former Miss Spain. Jeremy Corbyn has a Spanish wife. Oh, yes. This all makes sense. He likes, muse- he likes museums. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. a man who... Like, this is... Uh, he's an Arsenal fan. Wow, it yes. All, it is. This, this, it's all coming together right here on Rock and Roll Football. <laughs> You're listening to Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Rock and Roll Football. Well, there you go, Matt. That was our first ever podcast together. How did it feel for you? Well, it was like the audio equivalent of eating three meat pies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuffed. Oh, Oh, those pies. They were really good pies as well. (laughs) They weren't just like normal pies. They were off the scale in terms of football pies. Just a warning, a health and safety warning. Kids, do eat pies responsibly. He may think it's big and clever, but you really shouldn't be eating three pies in one sitting. You know what? We will listen back to this. And obviously today was a time capsule episode. We've put our predictions into the floor. We've buried them under uh, a radio station in Edinburgh. We'll have to come back here next August and try and find them and locate them. Um, I think we'll listen back on episodes like this yeah. in the future when people inevitably do and it will be like people talking about smoking. Look, I can't believe uh, yeah. they were able to talk about pies. They used to smoke indoors, yeah. yeah. People, was there was it. this show in 2018 and it was two chubby lads and they were just bragging about pies. And they drank full fat iron brew, a whole <laughs> bottle. I mean, well, it was just crazy their attitude towards consumption. When people want to understand the downfall of Western democracy, <laughs> this show will stand. Oh, this show no. will stand as a reason it's why. Tragic, isn't it? Yeah. Look at these decadent Western pigs. <laughs> it's like the last days of Rome, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, what an experience this has been. We'll be back next week. You can listen to us live on Absolute Radio every Saturday from 2 till 5, bringing you the scores from all around the Premier League and elsewhere. And you can download the podcast. So subscribe, share it on your socials, share it on your socials. Yeah. Search and like. It sounded quite Dutch then. Yeah, share it on your socials. A bit Steve McLaren-esque. Yeah. Yes, I think we have many good games. <laughs> we should do like um, we should do a sort of Steve McLaren. Or maybe not. Maybe I've, no, I've, I've dropped that. That was a feature that didn't even last. <laughs> didn't even get Dude, to a show. We should talk more about Steve McLaren. No. What is a no, QPR sorry. manager now? Isn't he? He's at QPR, isn't he? He's at QPR. Yes. We're still getting away with it. All mouth, no trousers. Absolutely awful man. Awful manager. Still getting paid top dollar to be in a football management. I think it's a disgrace. Steve, if you're listening, <laughs> hit subscribe. And uh, we'll see you down at uh, how do you say the loft this Rog? <laughs> This is Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Absolute Radio.